Let's Talk, the BFC devotional podcast. Thank you for joining us today. Continuing our Thursdays through 1 Corinthians, this is chapter 10, starting in verse 23 and reading through chapter 11, verse 1. All things are lawful, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful, but not all things build up. Let no one seek his own good, but the good of his neighbor. Eat whatever is sold in the meat market without raising any question on the ground of conscience. For the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. If one of the unbelievers invites you to dinner and you are disposed to go, eat whatever is set before you without raising any question on the ground of conscience. But if someone says to you, this has been offered in sacrifice, then do not eat it. For the sake of the one who informed you and for the sake of conscience. I do not mean your conscience, but his. For why should my liberty be determined by someone else's conscience? If I partake... If I partake with thankfulness, why am I denounced because of that for which I give thanks? So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Give no offense to Jews or to Greeks or to the church of God, just as I try to please everyone in everything I do, not seeking my own advantage, but that of many, that they may be saved. Wouldn't that be the perfect summary of the call of the Christian life? Do all things to the glory of God. I can't think of a better definition of worship than that. Do all things to the glory of God. I can't think of a better rallying cry for evangelism. Do all things to the glory of God. I can't think of a greater antidote to pride and ego than this statement. Do all things to the glory of God. In our current context, you know, our last few weeks of 1 Corinthians has sort of turned into a mini-series on conscience, And in that context, Paul is talking about the choice to eat or not to eat food sacrificed to idols. He encourages the Corinthians not to do it. Not because there really are other gods, but because there is spiritual warfare, and there is conviction in conscience. Then he sums up what we've been talking about in the last three chapters with the section that we just read. Christ has fulfilled the law on our behalf, so we are, in a sense, no longer under the law, which Paul ironically acknowledges here, probably quoting the Corinthians back to themselves. But that doesn't mean that we can just do whatever we want to do without consequences. Some things in our lives may be okay for us to do, but in reality are severely detrimental to the spiritual life of our brother or sister. Or they may be contrary and detrimental to our own conscience. So we don't do them. I heard a good metric for decisions of conscience one time. The speaker said, if you can't crack open a beer, hold it up and say to the glory of God before taking a swig, then you probably shouldn't drink. Could I say to the glory of God before flipping on my favorite TV show or reading that novel or spending time with those people? Here's another metric. Paul concludes this section with the convicting statement, be imitators of me as I am of Christ. Can we say that to someone else without qualifications? Take the things that I do and replicate them without having to explain some of our behaviors? Paul could. And I believe that we are meant to be able to tell someone the same thing. If we are discipling someone in the faith, which, by the way, is our call in the Great Commission, Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, teaching them to obey all that I have commanded, and behold, I am with you to the end of the age. If we are living that out, then that's exactly what we should be able to say. Do all things to the glory of God. 
If we make that our mantra, I think we would begin to live the kind of lives whereby we could tell someone to imitate us as we imitate Christ. Because that's exactly what he did. God, convict us, encourage us, and remind us to do all things for your glory, not for our own satisfaction or validation, but truly living for you. Because we know, according to your word, that when we do that, we will see blessing. Well, we, we will see fruit. We will see you move in our lives and in the lives of those around us. We pray that you would do this, God, for your glory and for our good. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Let's Talk. Have a blessed day, church family. You are loved.